Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. Dave and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do, and if you hear some background noise while we're doing our podcast, it's because we are back at our home away from home at Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. The place is almost full. We've had a great week here so far. The sun's shining. There's a bunch of naked people on the beach. And this is really our paradise, isn't it? It sure is. We love doing our podcast here as well. We sure do. So let's get on with the show. And um, today we're going to ask if people are hiding an integral part of their sexuality from themselves or from their loved ones. And perhaps they're not equipped with the tools they need to connect with their true authentic self. This could make you feel like you're living a lie. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how to release the obstacles that stop you from living your truths. We're going to get into practical advice for discovering and communicating your wants, needs, and desires. And you'll get some real hands-on instructions on how to ignite your flames of passion for him and for her. Absolutely. And we and as we do on every show, let me tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot and hell it's not. Even if you're not a squirter and you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. And it protects against messy massage oil, silicone lube, and all other sexy wetness. And when you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And remember, great sex is messy sex. So to keep your bed and mattress dry, simply go to Amazon and search for Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know, we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we're so excited to bring back um, one of our original guests from when we started in our first year. This is, you know, seven years we've been doing our show. Um, Tell us who we brought back. We've got somatic sexologist Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love and her husband E from Human Primates. Both are sex and pleasure educators from Florida. Guys, welcome. It's so great to see you here um, in person. It's been years and years and years. This COVID thing got in the way, and it, it was so great to see you again. Oh, thank you, Carol and David. I really appreciate you having us on again. Um, I love being with both of you, and it has been a pleasure to connect with you again at Hito and Jamaica. It's been a beautiful, beautiful trip. It's been fantastic. <laughs> And, and E, you're enjoying as well. You uh, love this weather? This has been great. I, I'm a hot weather guy, so uh, even in Florida, it's a little chilly for me right now, so I'm digging this heat. And you guys <laughs> have been working hard doing your, your talks and yes. your, your workshops yes. and everything that you guys are here for. 
why don't we start by explaining a little bit about what is a somatic sexologist and what do you do? So a lot of people have heard of Dr. Ruth, if you're of any age. Um, whenever I ask people, um, have you heard of her? It is a definite specific age that has heard of her and younger people have not. I, th I like to say I'm a new age Dr. Ruth, um, only I teach through the body. So I teach hands-on, uh, so somatic, somatic being a soma of the body, yes. Um, and I teach a variety of things through the body, so even communication. Learning how to feel deeper, learning how to connect with yourself deeper is my main thing. And then that always carries over to sex specific. I mean, sex is a feeling thing. So shouldn't physical. we physical? <laughs> so shouldn't we be learning instead of just reading, mm -hmm. but learning also experientially as well? So I'm an experiential teacher. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so E, just give us mm -hmm. a little overview about your human primate. So the uh, the human primate model that we use for on the health side of pure orgasmic love. So uh, what we realized when she started working with couples is a lot of people. Uh, particularly as they get a little older, are dealing with hormone imbalances, and we dealt with that in the zoo. I was a zoo I was a zoologist for 20 years, and one of the things that we were doing was trying to get animals to breed. And in order to do that, they have to have healthy hormone balance. That means good nutrition, movement, those kinds of things. So that's what I bring is that human, like you're in a zoo model, is okay. what I'm teaching here this week. <laughs> is basically I took what we did with the animals and I brought, moved it over to people. And, well, we are animals. And we aren't? are. Yes. Yes. And and if you're anywhere near the party pool, that there's no <laughs> denying that this week. That a different we are, type of animal, we, but we yes, are indeed. animals indeed. Um, and so I just bring that model and help people get their hormone balance, so that then she can show them what to do with all that extra feeling that wants their hormones. Now, pure orgasmic love sounds so amazing. <laughs> I know it's, this is your brand and yes. this is your passion. And you know what's really cool is when we first met Dragonfly, about seven years ago, mm -hmm. she was just starting. Uh -huh. She was just starting. Um, she was thinking about her colors, and her colors are amazing. They're similar to ours. She has the purple, <laughs> right? And the aqua. And it, it's, I, I told her the other day when we were sitting how proud we are of her mm -hmm. and of you, E to see how you've evolved over the years and really help people's lives and help people couple and strengthen people. I mean, it's so easy to say, fuck you, let's get a divorce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's so easy to say, we've been married 25 years and society says, it's okay that we don't have sex. Yeah. And your brand and your way of teaching has really touched a lot of people and a lot of couples over the years. And it's it's been so nice to be watching and be part of that journey that you started way back then. Thank you, David. It has. It's been an amazing journey, and I'm really happy that you have been a part of it because it, it, you know, it's something that we don't always have conversations about it, but it's something we definitely need to be having conversations okay. about. Okay. So I think what we bring to the table regardless of, I mean, our intention is always to make a difference in the world and to change people's lives and to touch people. Huh. <laughs> in a good way. Uh, <laughs> in, a good, in a consensual way, right? Um, but to have you a part of it and to have podcasts like yours and everything, it's it's super important to get that message out there. So thank you for being a part of it. Wow. And the yeah. hardest the hardest, or the, the biggest challenge that educators like yourself and Ashley Manta and Luna Matadas who are yes. here with us, yes. mm -hmm. and, and almost any sex educator is reached, right? Yes. You guys create amazing content, but who's listening to it? 
And, and over the years, because of the educators, the experts that we've brought on our show, we've been able to grow to a million listeners. And it is our pleasure for you mm. to have you on our show <laughs> to talk to our, our guests, uh, our, our audience, our audience um, so they can hear what you have to say. Yeah, thank you. I know. And one of the things we're talking about today, which of course is about about really living our true authentic lives Mm -hmm. and really connecting with our true authentic self. And I really want you to explain in detail what does that mean authentic? Like what what does that mean? It's a buzzword, but it's really valuable to know what that means. It is a buzzword and we, we I see a lot of things changing in the world, which definitely need to happen, right? Um, but words are something that have an impact on us, and we need to think about our words. And authentic meaning who you really, truly are once we get rid of all of the societal messaging, all of the programming that you have, all the things that you think you're supposed to be in life, and the things you have been in life, and what truly resonates with you. Like, what is it in here that is really Dragonfly? And Dragonfly has many parts of herself. And really trying to incorporate all those parts and not just think that we have to be one thing or another thing. My, I'm a mother. We have two daughters, two grown daughters. And, and, a, and a grandbaby. And a grandbaby. <laughs> I am a gilf. <laughs> the most beautiful gilf. Thank you. My daughter pointed that out. She says, Mom, I'm a, I'm a milf now. And I'm like, girl, you are a milf. And she's like, I was like, what's that make me now? And she goes, a gilf. And I'm like, ah, I'm a gilf. So, yes, thank you. Um, super excited about that. And also, you know, we, we just conform to what we think we have to be in life. And, and I don't think we, any of us have to do that. So what I've set out to do is break down some of those barriers that you think about yourself, um, all that programming that's stuck in there. And we're running those programs without even knowing that we're running those programs. And we keep getting more information, more programming oh added on top of those layers. Oh my gosh. And, and, and none of it if you don't really unpack that, I talk about we are all carrying around luggage, right? We all have a luggage we're carrying around. And what is in your luggage? What needs to be in there? What doesn't need to be in there? And if it's as packed full with trauma and past hurts and all the things that you think you were supposed to be in this world, you don't have room for the pleasure and the connection and everything that's supposed to be in that world. I really, truly believe that we are on this planet to be happy, to have connections, like why are we running ourselves around crazy, not connecting with people when you need to slow down? We need to slow down and have the pleasure in our lives. We were just talking about New Year's resolutions, mm. and you brought up the point. Yeah, one of the things that I saw during, on, during around the time of the New Year's and talking online, someone was talking about before you pick a new New Year's resolution, find out what you want to get rid of yes. to make space yes. for something better. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was amazing. And I didn't want to even reveal what my New Year's resolution was until I could figure out what I want to stop doing in 2024. Make space for what you want mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if I even have decided on that yet, but I will. I will. <laughs> you got time. Yes. I want is, to make is sure. Is Lewis Hamilton still part of that? Uh, of course, always. He's my dream boy. <laughs> it will always have Lewis in my life. <laughs> She's having a competition with my daughter. Yeah, we fight over him. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Fantastic. So now we understand what what it means to be authentic, to be your authentic self, having in that suitcase only the things that are good for us, right, Mm -hmm. That that still help us, that still serve us well. How do we reconnect with that authentic self? And that's where your expertise comes Mm -hmm. in. How do you get that journey to begin? 
You know, I believe that regardless of being paired in whatever pairing that you, you know, you hold for yourself, whether you're a stringer, whether you're a polyamorous, whether you're monogamous, whatever that looks like, um, it starts with us. It starts with you first, even having somebody in your life or multiple people. So start unpacking those things. We have to start getting curious, right? We have to start being aware of what we're choosing to be engaging in our mindset. It's really a, a serious mindset shift because that programming, I'm, I'm 48 as of this, this podcast. And I think about it and I think about all of the programming that's been stuck in there for so many years that I was just running off of that I didn't realize. And that affected my relationships, it affected everything. So we really look at seven main components and I break those down for you to really see what could be affecting you in your life and then going through and understanding somatically in the body how to feel and connect to those when they're happening and then how to work through them. So do you want to know what yeah, some absolutely. of those Let's are? I'll, I'll give you some Why of them. Not? Let's start. Um, biological. Like bio, our biology is, is so much for us and we don't pay attention to that. And so, you know, one of the things is biological. The other thing is physical. Physi having physical issues can impact who you are and how you think about yourself. Um, emotional. And, and there's lots of things underneath these. I'm just going to go over them briefly. We sure. don't have a lot of time. But emotional. Um, you know, our emotional state is super, super, super important. And you are in control of that. You are, you are in regulation of that. And without being able to connect how you're feeling in the moment, we can't make any changes towards that. So that's what I go into with that. Um, chemical. Chemical. Um, what is chemical? Um, it can be your medication, your environment. All of those things are chemical. What you put on and in your body. You don't think about those Ooh. things, too. Mm -hmm. sure. You know, chemical being alcohol, numbing the system, mm -hmm. and, and it affects the brain. Mm -hmm. So we're essentially putting toxin into our body, expecting our bodies to function properly all the time and to be connected to ourselves. It, it just disconnects us. Um, our perception. How do we perceive ourselves and others? And how you perceive others is essentially how you perceive yourself. So if you're walking around in judgment all the time, guarantee you're judging yourself all the time, right? Um, your self-love. Self-love is one that I go over tremendously. And everybody talks about self-care. Like, that's yeah. also yeah. a buzzword, buzzword right? Yeah. Self-care. Well, it looks differently for everybody. So understanding what works for you specifically. And self-talk is a big part of your self-care. Oh Huge. All the time. Huge, huge. And then there's the other. There's the other category. You know, your partners, your community, those those types of things. That could be an obstacle in your way of having more connection and pleasure and to be your authentic self. Now, we talk a lot about this happening to women because the, a lot of the messaging, and I don't know if it's because we still have not established our role in this world or yeah. that is still so much messaging that still is out there from 50 years ago that it's still just dangling around. Yeah. But most of the time, are we talking about how women are connecting with themselves? Is that more you deal with women or men as well? So my primary job right now or the direction that I have always wanted to take and I do take is primarily like 80% 80, 80 working with, you know, vulva owners okay. specifically. Yeah. Yes. But I also think that's not always a gender specific thing. You know, when we talk about body shame and different things, 
you know, E's had probably, if not as much body shame that I've had. Mm -hmm. So we can't discount that. So I talk about working with men about 20% of the time, and that's where the coupling comes in, because I don't think everything is gender specific. I really don't, because I think, yes, men and women, vulva owners and, and penis owners are definitely socialized different. That's just how we are. We are different. Yeah. Biologically, we yeah. are different. Yeah. Like there's a lot of differences, but there's a lot of things that cross over with our programming that is very similar to same. Yeah. So I don't want to discount the guys out there because you're super important in my life. You're super important in a lot of women's lives. So yes, I do focus a lot on us because I know what that's like. I can speak but to that. But I also that. think that so many things in life just get washed off a guy's back like it just just rolls off him. it doesn't even take it to heart and whereas we take everything to heart I mean I don't know if it's really that different but I feel that I, I talk to David about certain issues and well that doesn't bother me it doesn't bother him it doesn't you know like it's just a toilet seat <laughs> well you know it's not it, so yeah it's just a toilet seat but it might be all of the many things that are packed in Carol's right. luggage that are affecting the toilet seat yeah. issue ours wasn't the toilet seat yeah. he's great about the toilet seat it was the trash bag oh there you go and it was just like it's not about the damn trash bag it's about all of the other things I was actively holding on to is what I'm going to say yeah. Because it's my job to let go of those things. Yeah. It's not his. Yeah. It's not his. And today, guess what? If he forgets, I just put the trash bag in and don't even say anything. Of course. So <laughs> yeah. it is. And I want to say that, you know, you are right. But a lot of those things are socialization. So if David just brushing it off, it's maybe because he's been, been taught to be, it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we sure. don't see those things. Yeah. But on the other side, it's very easy to be an active listener and say, it's so easy just to remember to put the seat down. It is. And that, that takes one less thing from her mm -hmm. bucket to mm -hmm. worry about. And, and I think we do a good job of, of those little things. I but mean, also appreciating that men and women are different. Yes, mm -hmm. we are. And I think that, you know, you're saying, well, why does it bother you so much? Well, why doesn't it bother you at all? <laughs> and instead of arguing about it, just accept right. that we are different. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a meme this morning online, and I thought it was kind of funny. It was like, uh, for women, you're always too old or too young to get things done, and the right age is being a man. <laughs> and I thought, oh my god, wow, what do we do with that's that? A, that's yeah. a little rude. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, not even sure how to, you know, true. extrapolate that and apply it. I said, <laughs> oh my god, okay. Well, again, what we've been programmed to think. Right? That it's better and, and, to be a man, and, 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 and it's it, never good to be a woman. And it is a real thing in our life. So the fact that we are different, men and women are different, how is it that you would like guide the man to help your, you know, your patient or your, uh, who you're coaching to go through this kind of journey? Yeah. How is the guy helping her? I like to call my people client students or student okay. clients all right. because we're, we're all, I feel, on a journey of, of learning and exploring. Yeah. I hope you have a growth mindset. If you do not, I, I want you to lean into that a little bit more because I think even you can be happy where you're at, but you can also encourage you to grow and expand as well, right? Um, you know, I think the first thing is to celebrate that we're different, not be at each other that we're different. Celebrate our differences and see those as, as things you can bring to each other to 
strengthen the relationship. Um, you know, everybody's an individual. Some of us, we have a lot of similarities, likes, but we are individuals. So it's going to look very differently for you, Carol, than it will me. And that's why I encourage you to know yourself who Carol is, right? I need to know who Dragonfly is. And when you know who you are, you can bring this to your partner. I will work with you to help you understand where you are and some things that you have and help you understand what's going on with her. You know, just holding space. One super valuable skill to have in active listening. Holding Thank space. Yes. Listening. Thank yeah. you, David. That's yeah. my favorite thing. I he loves that. that. <laughs> um, holding space and active listening hold hands. So if you can learn how to do that, that is fantastic support, not only for you, Carol, but if you have children um, in business, like this transfers out into your whole life, to be completely honest. And active listening, I mean, Dr. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, who's a friend of both of us, of ours, yes. and um, almost like a mentor, um, she says sometimes in a conversation, you just need to listen um, and respond by thank you for sharing. Yes. Yeah. And that means yes. you yeah. listen to what the person's yes. saying. They don't want necessarily yes. I a love rebuttal. That, I love that David remembers this. Year I do too. After year I after do too. Year. You can it's hit. because you, you have a growth mindset and you are tapping into that and you are open to having this information and keeping it as your programming. That as much as relationships are hard work, if you do the little things, the simple things, mm -hmm. like being a great listener, it really makes everything else much easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. I, we get told all the time, wow, it was great. You're, you're such a great communicator. And, and yes, I do have some skills of communication, right? I hope I do. I teach it. But I listen. And majority of communication is listening. We all want to put in our piece, right? We all want to give. But it's not always about that. And one bit of advice I could give immediately is we don't want to be fixed. Uh. That's where that holding space and active listening comes in. I don't want to be fixed. So something that we implement in our life and our daughter's lives and everybody, we, what do you, do you know what you need from me right now? Do you need anything? Like, how can I support you right, right. now? But what and, if I do want to be fixed? Well, <laughs> I put my hand up advice. and ask for help, then, right? Yeah, then yes. ask for help. Yes. Then ask for yeah. help. That's what I need. Or or search somebody out like me mm -hmm. or Nancy or, mm -hmm. you know, like Luna or Ashley, depending on what you're needing help with, to support that for yourself. So, We're here for you. But so often, if you take a step back mm -hmm. and you think about what you want fixed, most of the time you can come up with the answer yourself. Sometimes. Right. And, and then when layer when layering of trauma and all kinds of things are on top of True. it, because I deal with trauma a lot too. Like there's, if you are sitting there saying, well, I don't have trauma. Yes, you do. Mm. I'm just going to say mm. that. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Because whether it's micro traumas or macro traumas, we all have trauma yeah. and trauma comes just in. Just growing all, up. Just yeah. growing yes. up. Yes. I mean, your parents <laughs> messed you up. Traumatic. My parents messed me up. I've messed my kids up. Like, you know, we, we, we all go through and do... So we all have layering, and, and there's when you when you layer in trauma to that, it changes things. We all have trauma in our lives, whether it's macro or micro trauma. We we do have trauma, and it all looks different for us. So knowing that, you know, your parents messed you up, our parent our parents messed us up, we messed our kids oh, up. Yeah. Like 
your parents do what they know to be good or true for them and how to raise you at the time. With the programming, with that, the they programming that they were given. With the programming that they were given. Remember, we all receive bad programming, no matter what generation we are. Right. And there's no good book anyways. And no. Who would be updating it? No. Right. Exactly. Right. And it affects everybody differently. And it affects yeah. everybody yep. differently. Yeah. So it's really, again, it starts with you and knowing yourself. Right. And what does that authentic self look like, even with the traumas, even with all the celebrations that we have? Yeah. Those are all part of you. Yeah. And that's a great segue into sexual needs and desires. You know, we're talking about communication and and couples. <laughs> we talk to them all the time. We get emails all the time. I want to be a swinger. I want my wife to get into sex. I want my husband to accept a threesome. And, you know, how do I talk to them about it? How, how in today, 2024, where the world of sex is so big out there, which thank goodness for that, right? People are getting mm-hmm. information, not all of it credible. Yes. <laughs> That's why we bring experts like you <laughs> onto our you. show. Yeah. Um, what is the right way for people to open this dialogue about communication so they don't end up having sex on the left side of their bed in the missionary position mm-hmm. forever, or they stop having sex because society says it's okay when you turn 50. We're not supposed to have sex anymore because we're a mature (laughs) couple, right? That's so not true because, and I have to speak, if I can, a little bit about, we live in a nudist community and we are um, some of the youngest people in there. And it has totally changed my world of knowing these people that take care of themselves and are still having sex at 82 and 77. I'm jealous of our neighbor's sex life. 82 (laughs) years old and he's driving cute girls around on their golf cart. I'm like... So that's not necessarily what we need to be believing. It's right. it's really not. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's, it's right. wrong. And that's a huge question. By the way, it's it's a it's a huge question. So I'm gonna try to tackle it as best I can here. It starts with you. So if you're wanting, you have to know what you actually want. It's super important. If you come to your partner like, well, I don't like it. They're also in an unknown state. Yeah. Like, you really kind of need to know the direction. Kind of like when I wanted a boyfriend yeah. and I had to open up to him and ask him. I was nervous. And you have to remember, both sides are going to be nervous. When you come to your partner and say, baby, I have something I want to talk to you about. Are you in a place to have a, a really deep, intimate, vulnerable conversation that, that may be a little little charged. Yeah. Um, I first need to make sure he's in a place to talk about it after I know specifically what my ask is. Yeah. Right. But what if we don't know? What if we don't really know what we want? Well, we know something has to change. <laughs> I, I encourage people to look out for people like me. Yeah. Like I'm a guide for you. Yeah. You know, I have different perspectives and different ways of thinking about things that can help you on that path right. to discover. Yeah. And in in a, in a your path is not straightforward. Yeah, it weaves and goes backwards a little bit. And because, uh, I've gone through a little bit of flux, and I sometimes say no to David. He suggests something we should do, and I say no. He says, "Why do you stop? Why don't you tell me what you do want, not what you don't want?" And I I don't know what I want, but I know I don't, don't want, want that. And that's a great place to start. Okay, but it doesn't help me. It doesn't me. help me. It doesn't no, help me to figure out what I want either. Yeah. And he's still frustrated. 
Um, you know, there, well, there's lots of books out there. There's lots of credible people you can you can tap into. Like, um, we've had a pod, co- podcast on and off, and I promise that I will get better about doing more of that <laughs> because I've had people reach out and say, "Why don't you do this more?" Yeah. Um, you know, there's all of those things that you can tap into to kind of discover like a for yourself. Step, uh, like, um, so, a journey. If, if, guide. Can I speak to this yeah, because yeah. I think this is something that I watch her do with with individuals, and they come in, particularly women. Um, you're all unique, right? Yeah. And, and you all have a unique story and you have a unique biology and a unique relationship and, and all of these things. And this part of your life might be good, but this part, something's missing. Sometimes women are like, no, everything's messed up, yeah. you know? Or, yeah. or So that's where her, her kind of seven steps come in okay. because she has these, you, okay, well, how's your nutrition? Yeah. Because some women, if your thyroid's off, You'll never figure out what you want because your brain is crazy. You right feel now. crazy in your head. Uh, you know, it, you literally it can make you feel insane if your hormones are off. Uh, so, good luck figuring out what you want, right? right? So maybe that's where you need to work first. Other women are like, no, that's on point. My hormones are great. Blah blah blah. But I don't know. You know, I have this view about sex. My yeah. perception's a little weird. Okay, we're going to work on that. Oh, okay. So it's it's. I think she works with with each person with these things and kind of helps them figure out where their obstacles are. Because we're all on a unique But isn't it, isn't it a big step? Thank you. For that, was some, that was great. For someone in a relationship to just say, hey, I want something more. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I want yes. something more. And that's mm-hmm. the first step to opening up that dialogue. Yes. Yeah, but sure. it doesn't gain you anything if you don't know what that more but is. But it's better than just keeping quiet for the next 25 oh, years. Oh, for sure. True. Yes. Yes. Very true. Yes. Very true. Sure. It's a start. And resenting yeah. that example yeah. for us. Before she went to school, back in our our normal lives, I guess, before <laughs> this all, you know. I think you guys are before normal. Before we yeah. <laughs> Normal. Which says a lot. David, that says a lot. Uh, so she would say things like, I want you to touch me more. Okay, that's great. Good. Yeah, right. That's good, that that right. sounds specific. But yeah. except, I I'm touching her the way I think I, uh, and right. she's like, but that's not that's, really. Yeah. That's not the type of touch I want. I'm a very sexual person. So if you say touch me more, that's my first thought. Right. And you know where he goes? Yeah, right, right. there. He's a guy. Right. We went through yeah. this already. Yeah, yeah. that's what guys it's, do. It's, it's <laughs> the caveman brain kicks in. Touch me more. Okay, yeah. you know, yeah. like you see, no, I have an arm. I have a leg. I have a foot. Right. I, have yeah. a I have a head. Right. Like yes, I have all these oh, other yes. places. Oh, but no. And so once I've she learned. <laughs> exactly. I've that exactly. a million times. And, and I have learned as well. Yes. And now when she says that, I understand what she means because she was able to figure it out. I and go, know what that What means. I'm looking for is, you know, feather soft touch inside of my arm, love on me, make me feel. That's what she was looking for more right. of. And when I was able to give her what she was looking for, guess what? I ended up getting more of the sexual touch that I wanted. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, it, that's yeah. where that comes together. Yeah. So yeah, the vague is a good place to start. Right. But it's... It's not overly constructive, uh-huh. right? It's tough to yeah. build off of. And also the perception, because when you said, I want to be touched more, you, you didn't get into his head and see how he was going to receive that right. message, no. right? Right. No. So yeah, it's communication is definitely it's a two-way street. It, it very is, funny. and it's key. It is yeah. super key, and yeah. people are walking. I see it all the time. People are walking <laughs> around not communi- thinking they're communicating, yeah, but not really yeah. communicating, <laughs> right? And then you, sometimes you just give up because you can't, you well, either you don't know how to say it or your husband doesn't, or partner doesn't know how to receive it mm-hmm. and then it doesn't happen and then you, uh, you just give up and then next you know it's you're hard. not touching each other at all. And the, right. cool yeah. thing, the cool thing is, and I said it a little earlier and I said it on earlier shows, we are so lucky in our age of digital media mm-hmm. that we can go out and find stuff 
that might stimulate our imagination. Yes. You know, yes, the movie yes. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Great, great movie. Open up dialogue. Mm-hmm. Could we, should we, would we? Yes. Yep. It's not a movie to teach you how to have king, how to have BDSM. No. You know, the movie is about female empowerment, yes. right? As much as it was his dungeon, she ruled, yeah. right? And it's a great movie, and it, it, it opened up the Pandora's box to sex toys, mm-hmm. to talk about kink and BDSM, which the world is huge, and we can have a whole show about that another time. <laughs> Most definitely. But, you know, you watch shows like Sex Education on Netflix and Sex Life, and those are great shows where you can sit down with your partner, watch them, and after that, just have a coffee or a drink mm-hmm. and discuss what you saw. Mm-hmm. And that's going to fuel that, that dialogue about stuff you would normally wouldn't talk about. And there's so many well-written shows, um, good stuff out there. There's a lot of crap, too, and you can figure yeah, it out how to build a sex room and stuff like that. <laughs> so, so <laughs> that's I'm going gonna, gonna to build on to that. Even erotica. Right. Yes. Even erotica, right? right? Sure. Like, recently, I, I was always a porn, like, a visual person. I wasn't, like, reading erotica, and I just recently got into that because I've met some erotica authors, oh, which has cool. been fantastic. Yeah. And... Reading this has prompted things for conversation as well. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I give couples to do, if, if they're struggling about fantasy and things, I'm like, read erotica to each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of the most magnificent things you can do. And then have a conversation about what you read. Right? Yeah. Maybe because, that's something to incorporate into your life as uh-huh. well. Maybe it's not. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe it's something that's like, yeah, that's not for me. But what in that might be for me. Right. And even if, like, I was reading erotica when we were traveling in um, Southeast Asia. You need to Asia. do it more often. <laughs> right. Southeast Asia, I was reading it, uh, at that Anne Rice series. There's a three, a mm-hmm. trilogy. Yes. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was reading it. I can't remember what it's called this very second. But he had d- drifted off to sleep, and I'm reading it. And I'm like, you know, it's touching myself. I never play with myself without him there. I just don't. I just don't have a need, and oh, I'm not I very do. sexual. But <laughs> I'm reading this stuff, and I can't help but touch mm-hmm. myself, you know. Yeah. And then the good next day, you. I'm telling him, ooh, that was really good. You should... You should hear what I just read last night. That's awesome. Anyways, yeah. Let's do that more often. Great to hear. Oh, yes, yeah? do it more While often you're with yourself. You know, that's something else I want to bring up. You know, it, it starts with you. Also, pleasure starts with you. And if you don't actively participate with your own body, you're not also going to be able to transfer that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's super important to play with yourself regularly. And as we get older, if we don't use it, we lose it. So keep up that activity. Ah, there you go. Keep it up. Guys, I don't really have to speak to you as much because I know you're also programming and conditioned that that's okay to do, not so much for us. Mm-hmm. So vulva owners, play with yourself. You know, and it doesn't have to be this big to-do mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to tell anybody you're doing it. It's okay just to do it for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Great segue um, into a commercial. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and talk about a couple of the courses and workshops you've done here Wonderful. at Hito. Yeah. So let's just remind everybody that this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're here with uh, Dragonfly and E, both sex educators and pleasure educators. Coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters, so don't go away. But right now, we're going to tell everybody about Topless Travel and the amazing trips that we have planned for this year. Absolutely, and you know, Topless Travel offers the sexiest and most erotic vacations out there. From Hito 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and all the Bliss Cruise adventures, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. Yeah, and their trips are all about pushing boundaries and exploring your naughty side. And their exclusive sexy host couples, like Jessica and Justin and Party Mark, 
they're always there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy, fun vacation. Absolutely, and you'll find us on lots of Topless Travels trips. And listen up, we're going to be back here at Hedo 2 for Swinging for Newbies. For their Swinging for Newbies event, April 6th to 14th, 2024. Um, as well, you'll always find us on the Bliss Cruises in April and November. And if you want to get on those trips that we're on and ensure that you have the right room or cabin, go to toplesstravel.com and book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And of course, as a quick reminder, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, you can go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314. Uh, for the first month free. That's sdc.com and promo code 30314. Absolutely. Alrighty, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're Carol and David. Let's get back to the show because it's time for our favorite part of the show where we, where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about some of the workshops that you've done here. I know we talked about, uh, you started with uh, reigniting his flame or yeah. flames of desire. What was it Ignite called? his flame. Oh, there you yeah, go. We, so we've offered a, f- a few things already, and I have a couple more things that I'm doing um, the tomorrow. Next few days. Okay. Yeah, the next few days. Um, Ignite his flame. It's all about the male body and bringing up his arousal. And I know you're maybe thinking, well, I don't need that. But the, the reality is we do. We can pay attention to oh, one no, thing. David I know you do, David. And, and he did R&D for this. So <laughs> he's like, you definitely. a great class to, to figure out what we were doing for okay. me. Anyway. Yes, for him too. You know, like doing the, the play labs is like I, I like to call them. Yeah. Pleasure labs. Um, and it's all about the, the male body and, and laying back and receiving. The same thing, counterpart to that is Ignite Her Flame. And it's about you receiving and it's all about your body. The amazing thing is, is you, you're going to come in and learn some techniques and stuff, right? But the magic is when I hear, oh my gosh, taking the time, mm-hmm. right? The connection that we had in that moment, I've like really never felt anything like that. We've been together for 17 years. Like I hear these things. Um, incorporating the scrotum, the balls, right? The taints or the perineum, like... I incorporate all except for the anus because that's a totally different pleasure play shop. <laughs> but guys experience different ways of touching stuff that they didn't even know they loved. And we assume that since you've been playing with your penis in utero that you must know all of the things. But the reality is we also don't. You know, you know what's so cool about that is um, we've had Lee Jagger on our show and she has a workshop all about 69 ways to give a hand job. Great. Okay? And you think 69 different ways to give a hand job mm-hmm. and guys just like having their cock stroked. Yeah. Right. But if they use their other hand, it feels different. If they open a finger, close a finger, it feels different. Well, anyways, Lee has this workshop about how a woman or a partner, it could be same sex, um, can just move their hands, move their fingers, cup the balls in different ways and it feels completely different. And is that what you basically yes, that's, that's what you that's, do in your that's workshop? very similar, only I connect the somatic as well. The breath, making sure they're breathing, all of those kinds of things. And you wouldn't believe how many people are holding the breath. Oh yeah. And then throughout the whole thing. And it's a guided erotic experience is what it is. And My I'll, pleasure play shifts are guided erotic experiences. I want to take you out of your head 
<laughs> and I want to just give you the information and guide you through the whole process. And one of the most important things, at whatever age a guy is, it feels better with lube. Oh, uh, I am not big, not, not I'm not a big no. fan lube. of lube, 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 and I'm not not all lube is created equal. Right. And spit does not equate lube. <laughs> right, okay? right. It enhances it sometimes, but you put a nice good lube on a penis and you start stroking it oh, and feeling it and not squeezing just the it penis yeah the balls oh yeah yeah of the, course the parody yeah. like all of the parts inside the thighs down the thighs up the stomach like all of those kinds of things we, we really it's about having the attention and the intention that you're putting into it and mm -hmm. really being in the present moment yeah absolutely and I what about what about someone like Carol, who isn't the person who has a lot of patience? And, <laughs> and you know. Oh it's, my God, David! It's not that I don't have patience. You demand way too much. Well, that <laughs> often I ever put up with it. So my advice, if somebody came to me and said that, I would say, um, you know, we would talk about your receiving capabilities, <laughs> and is it easy or hard for you to receive? Right. Oh, he can and receive it's, for and sure. And it's really like laying back and being in your moment. But you, see, but you see, in our relationship, Carol's the man. So, we'll start, we'll start. I am rolling my eyes right she now. She definitely doesn't look like a man to me. We'll I can start, tell you that. We'll start some foreplay. And we're like two or three minutes in. And she goes, I need to be fucked hard. Right now, fuck yes. me hard. Do you know we heard that from a couple people that came to that pleasure play shop of mine, mm -hmm. of Ignite His Flame? I, I'm like, fast. I want to go for it. And they said... I didn't realize what it would be for me to just slow down. I teach slow sex. I like to fuck hard and fast and rough and all the things too. But slow sex, you know, it takes approximately 20 to 30 minutes for, for vulva owners to be completely aroused. Yeah. And, I love and, slow sex. Right? But, Carol, being guided in that starts programming your body. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Coming right. to these things starts programming your body yeah. to slow down. And sometimes it's the fact that we have all of these other things going, oh, well, but I have to get to this, but, but the kids need this, but all of this. And, and it just speeds you up. It's really getting out of that space into your somatic space of where you are in that moment and being able to then focus on You that. need so, to find your somatic space. I know. <laughs> what, what happens with us is that... Start, start with just going through the door, and then is, you can find the whole space. What happens with us is we have to make a date for that. Yes, mm -hmm. I have yes. already been in the mindset that I, mean. I am going to take the time. Yes. So it's mm -hmm. not something that happens spontaneously. So he's saying that I, I just want to get fucked. But if that's a spontaneous thing and I'm busy, yeah, I'll, I want to get fucked. I want to get it over with. But I like having a date where I'm going to worship his cock, and we do it regularly, mm -hmm. where I take the time, like you said, and I go through the motions, and I make sure that his cock gets all the loving it through deserves. Through her tits, in her mouth, everywhere. All of the things. And right. he, yes. he gets that. So don't let him try and fool you. <laughs> oh, no. I know different. Your audience may know different. I know, see? <laughs> see? He likes to say things and throw me under the bus, but I take the, same the time. Thing. I love eating her pussy. But I was going to say it's uh -huh. the same yes. thing on the other yes. side, yes. because a lot of guys, and including E, his, his idea of sex was going right for my my vulva yeah. right for my yeah. vagina and it's and that's not what it is for me and it's also understanding where your arousal pathway is I, I work with that as well like what gets you into it and understanding that for each of the partner because we're, we're we're different 
Yeah. Our arousal pathways yeah. are different. Yeah. So when he finally realized what my arousal pathway actually looks like and what I realized, oh, this means this to you, we were able to come together then and be successful in that space and mm-hmm. take the time. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people are not taking the time needed. Yeah. Right? And I, I just want to mention, while we've been here, we're celebrating David's birthday. You might realize that now. We're here for 11 days. So he has the promise of sex every day while we're here. And after a couple days, we have been having sex every day. He says, now tonight, I'm, we're going to have some really good sex. I go like, okay, we haven't had good sex up until now. And okay, You're choice learning. of words. Yes, yes, exactly. Choice of words. Remember, he pause, said, breathe, and listen before but, you say. But you know what his answer was? Well, I haven't had a chance to worship your pussy yet. Ah. And that's what he Is that real good, good sex for you? See, See yeah, that's missing. It's not real good sex. So I said, okay, I get that. I get it. Because we, ha- we had sex every single day. And we had different types of sex. But, but it's we not hadn't all about had, penis and pussy. We haven't right. had that yet. So I, I got it. Like, I understood. I love worshiping her pussy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And for me, that's more important than her sucking my cock. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a pleasure giver. And for me, when I see her just relax and her mind is not thinking about is the grass cut is the flowers growing did you water this and she's just there and gets in her mind and she might be fantasizing about lewis hamilton or something else <laughs> whatever right? it does not matter right? and sometimes i have to remind her babe focus on my tongue focus <laughs> on my fingers right just come back come back because i could see it because the clip goes up and the clip comes down just like a cock same thing yes. yes and for me when carol gets in the moment that's great sex. Mm-hmm. When Carol's there because it's, it's okay, let's do it. Let's, we're having sex every day. That's good sex. So but, that's what you're teaching mm-hmm. in the Ignite Her Flame. Is that yes, correct? Yes. Yeah. So it's just opposite. It's, it's worshiping your body. It's taking the time on your body. It's teaching different techniques and massage techniques and things. And exploring areas maybe of the vulva that you've never really taken the time to explore specifically. And the buttocks. When you when I touch her, do you do, you do the back buttocks as well? Not so the, not, not in this, anus. not okay, in this. No. Um, but we do personally a lot of butt worship because uh, I love having my butt touch, especially yeah. if it's consensual. If yeah. you ask me, I will show you how I want you to touch. Oh, but I can ass. massage Carol's butt without touching her ass. Oh yeah, for your anus. Anus. Okay. We're going yeah. in because yeah. yeah. for oh, her yeah. that's a little bit of a violation. She's okay. okay. not into that. We okay. outsource that type of play. Okay. Um, but massaging it and my hands going down mm-hmm. and teasing her pussy from behind oh yes mm-hmm. and and her shoulders and then the side boob you know when i know i can see her body just absorbing my touch that gets me hard we're not just one organ right right, right. we we, yeah. we have we are a complete system we are a whole <laughs> right we are all one but we have different sections of ourselves and leaving out a lot of those parts I'm not going to come to my full arousal. Like the back of my neck too and on my shoulder, holy hell. That is like the biggest thing for me. And it took him a long time to be able to spank me, to fight me, to do those things that really ignite my arousal. I have found lately that I like being spanked. And when we're fucking, Carol tries, but she has T-Rex arms Ah. and she can't reach. (laughs) We need to work on positions then. I was going to say, we need a date just for spanking. Yeah. He's realized that he likes that every now and again, Jolton, That's but I can't awesome. quite reach around. So, so, yeah, so my cool. cock's in her pussy and we're fucking and she's like, hang on a sec, I gotta turn my shoulder to get <laughs> yeah. I think you're exaggerating just a little bit. Sure. Of course, that's David. <laughs> like, 
So, E, one of the things I want to get into before we move on mm -hmm. to the next topic is, is about hormones. Mm -hmm. And as we age and going through menopause, which mm -hmm. you will be experiencing, yes. lots of things coming up <laughs> yes. soon, um, t talk a little bit about how our hormones as we age do, does mm -hmm. affect our desire. Absolutely. So, your, your hormones shift at several times during your life, right? We all went through puberty and then menopause is kind of, I like to joke, it's reverse puberty. It's kind of things are starting to turn off, turning, yeah. turn down. And it's a completely natural cycle. There, there's nothing bad about it. it it's part of life. Uh, what we have found is, so what we have found is that that foundation of a healthy hormone balance going into menopause, you will go through it better. Uh, it, it's not about you can't stop menopause. You can't change it. But if your hormones are balanced, you have proper nutrition, things are good, and you start going into to menopause, you will feel better. You'll have your symptoms will be less. You'll you'll need less help from doctors, things like that. It, again, it's a it's a cycle humans have been going through for millions of years, right? So without the help of doctors, so. But I think that's one of the reasons why around your fifties that women's desire changes mm -hmm. and they often give up on sex yes. because mm -hmm. either it's uncomfortable, they're drying out, they're right. losing patience, yes. they're having right. hot flashes, they don't want them to touch her. Uh, so. That's what you have to remember, that just because your hormones have changed doesn't mean you stop having sex. No, no, no. absolutely not. And, and doing things like giving yourself the saturated fat that you need to build sex hormones, uh, that's a big part of what we do uh, with the nutrition is making sure your fat content's high enough. People don't realize your sex hormones are built out of cholesterol yeah. and you need that. Yeah. And so you get those as high as you can and then use it. Like she yes. said, yeah. uh, you got to keep that pilot light lit. You yeah. got to make sure that yeah. you're you're using it, and and that will encourage your body to then make more sex hormones. Right. It's kind of a, right. a healthy cycle. Yeah. And desire, even if it's naturally going lower, those ignite ignition courses that you give are so vital to keeping the connection and the intimacy, which is a spiraling down motion. If you don't, right? Right. You need to be in the thought of it. You know, we are so busy day to day, we, we get pulled out of the thought of sex, yeah. of arousal, right. of whatever um, turns you on. Yeah. Right, Nice. So if we can find what turns you on, you need to sit more in that. You need to swim in that more. Yeah. So if it's erotica, I encourage you to read erotica right, right. now. Like, you need to be in that. Sexy lingerie for yourself. I don't wear lingerie for him. I wear, well, I don't usually wear panties and bras, but if I do, it's because I, I want it. Yeah. I want to accentuate my outfit, whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's leaning into those sexy things for yourself specifically. Right. Um, so being able to do that, being able to do that is part of this process too. Right. And sometimes we just forget because we're so busy that we need to be leaning into our sexy. Yeah, absolutely. So we're coming to the end of the show, and before we ask you guys for some final advice, <laughs> you've been talking a lot about what you do for other people. What do you guys do for each other? What, what's the favorite thing that you do to each other that keeps your sex life spicy? Um, again, it starts at the foundation, great communication. We make sure that we're communicating, we're being honest with each other. Um, we are taking care of our bodies with um, nutrition and meditation and yoga. Movement is a big part of this. If you can't move and you're not, you're not, you're stuck in your body, you're not going to have great sex. So I make sure I'm moving my body. It's really, really important. That's like two to four miles of a walk every day. Um, it's doing yoga. Um, okay, what's your favorite sexual position with ooh. Eric? With him? Oh, there's so many. I love it from behind. I love being on top. 
Um, those are probably some of my she likes two. the side and the front. And I the like back all of it. Like, <laughs> like I really can't what pick. It's like, best? what's your favorite flower? I don't know. Uh, I love flowers. Yeah. yeah. What does he do the best? Oh, oh. So that's expanded over the years. <laughs> um, I have to say, working your dick. Like your cock is like pretty on point now. Like you get into it and you move and groove and hit all oh. the movement. It's the movement. He used to be a bit I've, stiff. I've learned to loosen my hips okay. up. Now eat. So, what do you like? My uh, favorite. I, I always joke that my favorite sexual position is any of them. I'm just excited to be involved. Yes. Like I really <laughs> like. I'm just happy to be here. Okay. Um, you don't get the easy way out. Okay. No, easy I way out. I can tell out. you. No, honestly, but he's going to tell you honestly. honestly I, have you seen her ass yep. it, from behind? A hundred percent. That is my favorite. That that brings out the caveman in me, biting <laughs> the back of her neck. Like that. That's my caveman. Have you ever filmed yourself? Um, oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. We have lots of home movies. <laughs> uh -huh. You know, the first time we got in a swinging situation, and I was doing another woman doggy. Carol watched. Oh. Mm -hmm. Because because she said, I've never seen what a cock looks like going in doggy position. Because I right. never watched porn. See right. ask you this. Do you like to get right up in it and really watch him going in to say, oh my gosh, I had no idea how much I loved <laughs> so that cool. until we started swinging, right? So cool. And, and, and we had a girlfriend for a while and I would like literally get repositioned and get right up in there yeah. and I'm almost like positioning them for my pleasure yeah. to be able yeah. to watch and that. Then, and then she loves pulling my cock out, sucking it, yes. and putting it back in. Wow. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I like that with myself. <laughs> All right, guys. So Dragonfly, I know we're yes. coming to the end and I know you have a wonderful workshop coming up at home in Florida. Oh, Tell I do. Tell us about I do. that one. Thank you please, for mentioning that. Yeah. So, you know, my, my work with women is super important to me, as you know. And in May, I have a connected goddess gateway. So I have two different goddess gateways that I present. And um, one is connected and one is pleasured. Okay. So connection and pleasure are my two main things. <laughs> and this one in May is the third through the sixth. There's only eight spots available and I have a few spots left. It's going to so be in here. Orlando. It's going to be in Orlando, Florida. I kept it in the U.S. so it's a little bit more accessible right now. It's all inclusive. It's a, what, a Thursday through a Sunday or Friday through, Friday Sunday, through Sunday, something Sunday. like that. At a, at a hotel? Um, at, no, it's no? totally private. Oh, nice. It's totally private space. Okay. Um, it's all inclusive. Everything's included. Um, it's about unpacking that luggage for yourself. Oh. It's about finding your authentic, true self yeah. and what that looks like to be able to continue building on that for yourself and then creating more pleasure. Um, and then I have the pleasured one that we, it's all about sexual pleasure. And they can find all that information on pureorgasmiclove.com, yes, right? Yes, they can. Yes, cool. They can. All right. Final sexy advice. Sure. What would you say would be the top two reasons why communication has to be your number one skill in the bedroom? Mm. More connection and pleasure. Like, I, it's, it's just you have to have communication to satisfy your needs, wants, and desires. Listen, guys, listen and slow down. Those are those are probably the big the big pieces for me. I'm trying to think of what did I? I'm an excitable boy. Uh, slow down, slow down, and that's what her classes are about here. Um, listen to what your partner's actually saying, not what you think they say. Right. <laughs> listen to what they're saying and slow down. Wow. And I'm going to add yeah. to that. Um, I think I misunderstood the question a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, knowing your needs. 
knowing what that looks like to be able to communicate. That's super important in the bedroom. You know, that's a great... Exploring yourself. That's you a, have to. You saying, I just thought about what I heard and it's not what I really heard. Carol and I have gotten really good at one of us saying something and the other person repeating it back. Is this what you said? Right. Is yes. this what you meant? That's what we yep. teach. Because yes. I could say something that I want, then we go for a week and she's doing something and it's like, did she hear me? That's like, not yeah. at all what I not, meant. I'm still not getting what I yeah. wanted. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's exactly. repeating back. This what I'm, is, hearing, what you I'm hearing you say is... is. And that's my, some of my favorite things to say. <laughs> Alrighty. Dragonfly and E, thank you so much for being here, sharing all that great information. Take a minute now to tell everyone how they can reach mm -hmm. out to you, find your website, your courses, your workshops. It's very easy. PureOrgasmicLove.com Everything's there. Everything's e? there. Yep, everything's Stay there. Same thing. Yeah. Okay, you don't have yep. something for human primates? Nope. I am now officially part of her stuff. Oh, so. smart. It's so yeah. easy. Yeah, Keep it is. Life simple. Keeping it yes. simple. Yeah, and it covers off a lot already. It covers <laughs> yes. off yes. all those things yes. for sure. 100%. So, of course, if you missed any of that information, you can always go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and where every one of our uh -oh. guests has their own guest page. Uh, with all their information, you can even reach out and contact them from there. And if you go to Dragonfly's page on our website, you'll see the other episodes that we've done with her, mm -hmm. and they've been um, just as informative and in-depth <laughs> as we have here today, even with the background noise. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we many carts and pressure washing and all the things. It's hot here at Hito. It's all good. Know, I have to it. say thank you so much for yes. having us thank on again. You. It is always a pleasure to connect with both of you. Our pleasure as well. And like we did this week, we're learning more and more every week with all our great guests. We hope you do too. If you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Alrighty, the end of another great show with some amazing guests that went by so quickly. Dragonfly and E, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And as we do every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being here week in and week out. And to remind you to listen up again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Dragonfly and E, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe and, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.